this week's All About Hennessy show, Dancing in the Dome, this year's prom. This weekend, we will be host to over 700 cars. We learn about Hennessy's only Airbnb, and we get the school update from Dr. Woods. This and much more on this episode of The All About Hennessy show. made possible in part by Chris and Janet Fuxa, EXP Realty. Welcome to this week's edition of the All About Hennessy Show. Today, my co-host is Richard Simonette, owner of the Champlin Apartments. Is that what you call them? I call them the Champlin Apartments. Champlin yes. Gas Station Apartments, uh, the Sinclair Station in town that we'll talk about in a minute. Okay. And we'll just learn what you've been up to all kinds of things going on in your world. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, COVID is quieting down now a little bit. Things are getting better. You're not having to wear your face mask quite so much. And uh, there's a lot going on in Hennessy. This Saturday, Hennessy will host their first prom in the new Eagle Event Center. Last year's event was held off school property due to COVID. The students will promenade down the basketball court so everyone will have a good view and All About Hennessy will broadcast it live. Also this weekend, on Sunday, Hennessy will host the Cruisin' Oklahoma Car Club where 700 cars are expected. This will be a very large event with fun for the entire family. All of the Main Street restaurants will be open as well as the Mercantiles and all specialty stores. Check out allabouthennessy.com for all the details. Stay tuned. Dr. Woods will be here to let us know what's shaking with the school. This show made possible in part by Roosters. Legendary chicken and family fun, just south of Hennessy. And we're back with Mike. Hi, Mike. Never knew we were gone. Seems Glad like to we, be back. Mike actually lives in the closet in the studio, and we just open the door and let him out, yep. you know, once a week, so and he can do this show. I'm out of the closet. <laughs> That's news itself. Cool. Yeah. So, I really don't have a whole bunch because it's been quite well we had school board meeting and everything mm -hmm. this week and got right. some things straightened out hired a new um middle school principal. middle school principal yeah. and he's from here sweet young man yeah, yeah. i did very nice uh, guy he i guess he graduated just before i got really active in school so i didn't know him but and his wife is the um pharmacist, pharmacist. Uh, heritage I believe, yes right? yeah very cool. really really nice couple and, and i think they'll be a uh, very very solid addition to the, the crew very very nice all right. So what do you got going on? We're heading uh, just, into summer. Right? Yeah, the the walking track. We uh, again the plan is to have the summer the, this walking track open in the summer. It, it appears uh, most of the interest is in the evening, which I really? thought would be a little bit different. But I haven't got a lot of morning. It gets and, hot the hottest in the evening, so yeah. that's yeah that so, would make sense. You know, and and it's controlled. Uh, you know, you, you can keep your miles and stuff maybe a little easier. Mm -hmm. Got a we got a clock on the wall now, so when you go in and uh, are walking there's a clock and it also is a a um, part of our alert system so if there is inclement weather it would alert people of course if can, they... can you turn it into a stopwatch for your laps no oh. no you can't there be some fancy little lap or something you got well let me say we don't have that in place at this time <laughs> there certainly could be hey Todd but we yeah. program the clock get, get on that Todd mm -hmm. uh, but um, you know what the cool thing about it is if you're listening and you hear of a tornado warning on the school system and you're in the dome walking 
You can just keep doing what you're doing. I was going to say, what better, yeah, what yeah. better place to be if there's a tornado warning? Yeah. Just keep walking. Yeah. And we've, we had a little, I didn't want to put this on the show early on because we, we had a little hiccup in the system that it was receiving the alerts uh, or the warnings from the National Weather Service, but it wasn't triggering the doors. We could make the doors trigger manually, but folks from Index came up, Todd worked with them, and they got that sorted out. So and people now won't be bouncing off the door. Won't be bouncing off the doors, and um, it keeps a log so we know that it... When it oh, when you it, know uh, when the door had opened? And yeah, and that it, wor it was working, so we okay. wouldn't catch any surprises of, well, you know, it was working, but mm -hmm. now we have a power outage or whatever it might be, and it's, it's not working at that time. So... Uh, but summer walking uh, schedule will be out, and we uh, work on getting our folks in line to do that. And we can just mention the new schedule where we still have the five nights a week, plus the two days during lunch and the three mornings uh, early on. And again, you think you've got that posted? Yeah, we did, uh, and we got a lot of a lot of good positive feedback on that. Oh, so. good, good. I got a couple emails. Uh, I didn't get a ton, but uh, but again, enough that I you know you kind of get a feel for what people are thinking. So. So that's in place. Again, it, it, it could certainly in the next four, uh, I, guess, I guess we're down to what, three weeks? Yeah, it's so this one will be three weeks. The prom is this, this Saturday. Yeah, oh, that's on my list. Uh, prom, and, and uh, there's been discussions. Uh, the official stance on masks is wear them. You know, wear masks. Um, the unofficial stance is, you know, probably no one's going to scream at you if, if you don't. Sure. Um, I, I have a question about the prom. Okay. Now we're going to try to stream it. Okay. The promenade part, anyway, right. and then so everybody can see the dresses and stuff. But the, uh, in fact, it's still up in the air whether Todd or somebody is going to do it using school equipment, or I'm just going to stick my phone out there and do it. So we're we're working on okay. that. Todd, call yeah. me. Um, We've got new stuff. We do. Um, so is is everybody going to be allowed to come and be a spectator for that up in the bleachers? I believe, as... I believe the viewing of the promenade, I, I don't know if it's closed, if it's just uh, parents or not. That'd be a very good question for Beth um, Curran yes, to Beth, chime in on. We need to comment, uh, Beth, on can, can spectators of any kind come and sit in the bleachers and watch the promenade? Because I guess they're promenading down the court. Yes. Yes, and we're then, going to use the, the basketball court. There's We have these um, carpet type of runners, mm -hmm. so they'll, they'll be on the floor. And then they're going to walk in and go in from the, the basketball floor into the lobby. Mm -hmm. And that's where prom will actually be is held in the lobby right. area. Okay. So the question is, can you, we'll, we'll get the answer. We'll figure yeah. this out and just uh, let you know, can you come and visit or just watch it online? You can yeah, just so I know you can on, do the online thing. Sure. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure that we have reached a place where we're just opening up everything. Although, you know, again, that is a, a goal of graduation. Right. Uh, so, okay. um, again, Beth would be the, the, uh, the go-to girl for we'll all find out, things. We'll find out the answer prom. to that. Okay. Uh, we are, uh, so we, are, we, are we good with summer walking and prom? Yep, clear, then check it. Okay, never mind. So we don't forget to try to do it again. Smith <laughs> pin here. Uh, summer school. Uh, we are planning on having summer school again. If there was ever a year, I feel like we probably should have the extra stuff as much as we can. We opened up and we extended our after-school stuff, and so we, we plan on having summer school. And um, the schedule is not out yet, but that that's coming. So if you're making your plans, it'll be May June time frame. If you're making your plans, just know that we will be having summer school in that that area. And how do you um, sign up for that? So that is the part that that is not out yet. <laughs> 
that is the summer school we will be having part. You know, just that, so. every single thing we post, someone always thinks of something we hadn't thought of. Yes. What time? What's the phone number? What's right. the menu? What's well, what I, I don't know. So I, here, here's how I, here's how I function with the, the, the principals. They go, "Hey, can we do this?" I said, "Give me your plan. Mm -hmm. Tell me how you're planning on doing it." And so that's where we are right now. They're saying, "Hey, can we do the summer school?" And I said, I think absolutely that'd be a great way to do it. I said, let's plan on May to June and that somewhere in that time frame. Mm -hmm. Now they're in the planning stage of okay, how many kids will probably come, who's going to teach it. That's where right, because that's recommended it. by the teacher, isn't it? Well, it, it can be. It yeah. can be the parents, it can be the teachers, it can be grades. It can mm -hmm. be if you've not passed your uh, RSA test, the Reading Sufficiency test. You can, you can do summer school and retest and then still go on if you, if you didn't do well on the state mandated test. Uh, so it's it's got a lot of tentacles that are reaching out to pull right. kid, kiddos in from the community. And the, the littles, you know, if they can come in in the summer, you know, the threes or the uh, four and five-year-olds, and they can get a little more acclimated. And, mm -hmm. and so the first day of big school when everybody's here, it's not quite as, as daunting. Um, but again, that, that, that is something we are planning on having is summer school. So while I can't tell you how you're going to enroll and when you can enroll and stuff like that, I will tell you to maybe have everything laid out. Have it on your radar. And then whenever that information, because again, we're going to do this, you said, till the end of school, so about another three, four times we'll be, we'll have the show. And so during that rain time, we'll get that on we'll there. Get it figured out. When that's going to happen. Okay. okay. Um, Did we sell the school bus? Uh, we're taking bids until the May, be the May meeting. Oh, I oh, got oh one. I'm sorry. I thought it was... Okay, I thought I no. maybe took a nap and missed it last week. No, and I had promised, I think, that you were going to provide yeah, electric ball innovative drop. uses Five for the bus. more uses for a used school bus. Yes. So you need it. So. It's your turn. In the comments, give me five things you can do with a used school bus. I think that'd be a great comment. But you're going to go watch last week's to make sure you don't duplicate, don't duplicate it. it. No yeah. cheating. No do-overs. <laughs> uh, so, so, but I did want to mention, we I got one bid. Um, already in the till, and mm -hmm. so that was exciting. I, I think it was I for a dollar fifty. Um, yeah, you know, it was it was something. <laughs> and it, uh, but it was it's a nice bid, and yeah. and I was kind of of the opinion it might be there might not be any because it it uh, it's a uh, it's a big old bus. Well, it's actually you know those although it um, it has become troublesome, it's not a big deal for someone that understands those things, and I see a lot of them that are turned into yes. motor coaches and well, uh, RVs and things like that. And, and, and like, they're really, really nice. Yes, they ride really well. Yeah. And, and they're, they're, you know, high winds, they may not be as fun to be in. But uh, Gary was pointing out the fact that, you know, when we kept it running, it did get on the highway and it would run, but it would eat up batteries. And, and it's just, for a school, it's not the... We, we just don't have the people to work on them the same level and, of And you weren't the using them bus. every single day like they were right. built to use. And they were sitting and still, and that's yeah, just not things, good on You know, so. things go wrong sitting around. So, so, so Moby's for sale. Get out there, get your so bids in. Send an email so, or yes. a, something with your bid, what you, yep. what you want your to pay Your name for. and your bid uh, on, in there, or just run, run them by. We have a Moby bids folder on <laughs> Amber um, Franklin's. Not Amber. See, I had a, a really good friend, Amber Wilson, who was the cafeteria person at mm -hmm. Drummond, who Randy Franklin reminds me a great deal of. So sometimes I call Randy Amber, like I did just then. Go see Amber Randy. Yes. At the at front desk. She's front the gatekeeper. Desk. She's the one that actually pushes the button and let you in. Yes. Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, so Randy will have the Moby bid folder uh, accessible, and she can take care of any bids if you want to walk them in and just 
give them to her. That'd be great. Okay. Last thing, we had been loosening up the COVID restrictions. We had the first uh, couple weeks where we kind of loosened up in the classroom. And, 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 I, and let me say, I have emails from staff that are on 180 degrees separated, but either way, I'm doing it is wrong. So I'm well aware that <laughs> both sides think I'm wrong half the time. They probably think I'm wrong all the time, but half the time I got on, I'm on their side. Because I, I honestly, I've had the full range of, mm -hmm. of don't don't ever go back to what From you ever leave. bio suits to why aren't we wearing to, our yes, uh, polar plunge? Yeah. It's it's just on on, on each end. And, and uh, but we we have had a positive case or two. I think a case. I shouldn't mm -hmm. say or two. We have had one positive case, and we had conversations with our local health officials that were saying, ah. Uh, it's a little sketchy right now. There seems to be a tick up in the cases. That are, they're, they're more in the hospital in Enid. And, and so we're watching it real closely. Uh, as it stands right now, we have not gone back to the previous wear masks. The, the next step back would be to have your masks on in any public areas, mm -hmm. which would include you know prom and stuff like that. My plea to you guys would be to wear your masks. We have graduation coming up May 9th. That's three weeks from this Sunday. God, if we can hold the, it together that long. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, the last thing nice. you want to do is mess around and get the COVID mm -hmm. right before graduation because you, you would be quarantined and you would not get to graduate. There, mm -hmm. There'd just be no way around it. And with the new CDC guidelines that, that are out now, you if, as long as you have a mask on and you stay three feet away, you would not be considered a close contact. Now, if you if you if you came down with the COVID, if you had the you were a test a positive test, that's a different thing. I mean, right. We can't yep. we can't do anything for that. But if we can look back and say, oh, Jack had his mask on, he maintained three feet social distancing, mm -hmm. so he's good to go. I mean, we have a little waiver that we're going to have to sign. Say, I have not had the COVID, not been around anyone that had the COVID, and that way you get on the floor of the graduation and, and we move on. But just please, if you can endure it for three weeks. Just wear your mask, mm -hmm. social distance, wash your hands, um, go that little bit extra mile. You know, look so at where close. we were last year. I was just looking at some some yeah. photos of how the we someone's did, calling me. How they are? Someone's yeah. calling me right now. Yeah. Hotline. Um, they'll leave a message. The um, what? Where we were at last year with the. Um, where they put the banners up on Main mm -hmm. Street with all the senior photos and everything because right. we thought, you know, we were never mm -hmm. going to be able to get in the same room together and, and how you spaced the auditorium for the, um, not the auditorium, the, the dome Domes. for the graduation and how well that Eagle worked. Eagle Center. Well, and I'll tell you, at the time, when we, when we had a live graduation, I don't know how, how many folks were aware of the fact that we had basically been shunned by the State Department, oh, yeah. and they, we said, can you just give us a little cover? And they, they would not. Mm -mm. They would not. We were on our own. You had to take it. Had a legislator uh, um, kind of chastise us for being so uh, bold. bold or, or <laughs> reckless to have and, and to where we are today. Don't blow it. Because everyone got to graduate last year. Yep. That, that was because we had some pretty strict uh, conditions in place. So, mm -hmm. so just if you can manage, seniors especially, Anyone, I don't want anyone to get sick, but seniors especially, wear your masks, stay apart, do all the things, get graduated, and then do then what you can you're go wild do. in the streets. I was not, that, that came from Jack, that did not come from me. 
So if, the, if there's any wildness in the streets, do not show up at the next board meeting. There you go. Okay, never go to mind. Go the town board meeting and complain about Jeff. There you go. Not because once you graduate, you're the town's problem. That's right. That's exactly anymore. right. So go to the yeah. other board meeting for that. Exactly. Yes. So, <laughs> do you stream those? Uh, I do them the same as yours, where I record oh, them the record. next day. Yeah. Why don't Why don't you do the live one? Um, internet issues. Okay. Uh, two Two problems. That's a big question. That I don't. The well, reason that we don't stream the city council and the school board meetings mostly are those executive sessions because it takes a, a quite a while to get back up again and you guys will be hanging around sure. for 10 or 15 minutes waiting for me to get reconnected and facebook to be happy and then we can go again gotcha. so i record them uh in real there's no editing once once they drop the gavel it stays on until they say adjourned so you see it the way it happened um and, and in reality if even if it was live and you were commenting well those comments can't affect the outcome of that because it's not on the agenda and you haven't signed in so it's not like i could raise my hand and ask a question for you so um the, the recording them and putting them up also gives it a better picture quality and sound and everything um we're still working on the sound that the sound is a little problem in those rooms but mm -hmm. but that's why i record them and post okay. them the next day Very so nice. um we're working well, on the no. live thing but it's still still troublesome so did we set the cameras up is there a is there one of the new cameras in the seminar room or are they all in the auditorium all in the auditorium okay yeah, there's three three new robotic cameras in the in the eagle event center and they can also be picked up and moved over to the auditorium if you look on the south side of the auditorium you'll see three conduit four conduit coming out and we did that because we've connected the auditorium Ooh, that's right the, i remember uh, that events yes. that are connected with yeah. uh, so with five well the cables there but i don't think anything's on either end of it at this point but no. we can we can tie the two together yeah, right for that purpose if we have large overflow and, mm -hmm. and we need that size we overflow the the Eagle Event Center. I don't yeah. know what's going on. <laughs> Good. Be something. A lot of people in attendance. Yeah. Is that it? I uh, yeah. I'm 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 done. That's a wrap. All right. Thank you, Jack. All right. We'll be right back with Richard Simonek and find out all about his Airbnb gas station thing. This show made possible in part by Prairie Quilt, where sewing is fun. Quiltnow.com. Sparky's Eatery. Breakfast, lunch, bakery. And we're back. Richard. Okay, so you were brought up, you were you were went to school in Hennessy, and then when when did you graduate? And because that's a cool story about okay, the old I, high school. Uh, 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 I graduated in 1964. We were the last uh, senior class to graduate out of the old high school. Now that's the one on Main Street. Uh, that's, on Main that's Street. That's now the library. That's now the library. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. And uh, by the way, the new school's operated more years than the old school has operated in length. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, the the okay. uh, old high school was built in 1928 and closes 64. Well, our new, new, new school is, is a lot longer in use <laughs> than the old high school. But then <clears throat> went to Washington State for a couple of years. I had a job offer with the Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C., and um, so we thought, well, okay, let's, uh, let's check out Washington, D.C. for a couple of years, and then we'll move back out west where we know it's the best. Mm -hmm. And um, to make a long story short, we were official, officially, we were, my wife and I, <clears throat> who was my classmate, 
uh, we were in Washington, D.C. for 38 years. When we got to Washington, we, we went into a state of shock. Um, because the Washington, D.C. we knew was from the news on the national news networks. Whenever if you, if you, the reporter would be in front of the White House or in front of the uh, uh, Capitol building or in front of the Supreme Court building, and these are beautiful buildings, so we thought we were arriving in beautiful <laughs> D.C. It's all a facade. Yeah. It was a facade. When we arrived in uh, Washington, D.C. in 1971, at five o'clock, downtown was empty, completely empty. Mm -hmm. And if you just walked a couple of blocks away from the mall, away from some of the uh, museums, you encountered empty, empty buildings. Mm -hmm. um, There's just so that narrow strip with all the federal buildings and everything. And then everything around the perimeter was not at all like that. It was run down, yep. run down. And um, so uh, when we arrived, it was 1971. The 60s were a period of, uh, of uh, tumult. And so in the early 70s, uh, the preservation groups started getting organized and to bring back the city. And we, be, we joined our... Uh, uh, local neighborhood it was referred to as the Capitol Hill Restoration Society and there were many many other groups like this in Washington DC at that time you also see that in Oklahoma City mm -hmm. if you uh, google Oklahoma City neighborhoods you'll see they've got various neighborhood associations the DC government the town council there was very very good if a builder or a developer had a project and approached the D.C. Council uh, board, the, the zoning board and then the D.C. Council, they had to get approval from the Neighborhood Association. Mm -hmm. So here you had a very large city and the private citizen, through by being in their Neighborhood Association, mm -hmm. had direct input in the process. At first the developers and, and uh, builders didn't like that, but they they, they soon changed their mind because they knew once the Neighborhood Association approved the project, they could go through the no. other steps uh, very quickly. And it quickly. was raising value of the area yeah. also mm -hmm. as you were doing uh -huh. that. Yeah. When, it, when D.C. Town Council implemented that rule, the builders and developers uh, went berserk. They were very angry. They, <laughs> another layer of bureaucracy and we got these crazy citizens to <laughs> satisfy you. This is terrible. But they learned to like us pretty well. And the things we were recommending, uh, uh, I think a lot of builders and developers uh, ended up making a, more money. I'll just be blunt about it sure. because they were doing the things. Well, they uh, had to do it right. They had to they, do it they right. They couldn't just jack it up. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and, go, and going back all that way far, many developers, their idea of developing something was tear down everything that's old. Mm -hmm. And people saying, there's, there's spaces, there's warehouses, there's places where you can put your project. You don't have to tear down the old buildings mm -hmm. or incorporate the old building into your expanded, more spacious development. Right. So, for any of you that know Richard, you know that he's a, a what is it, a, a preservationist. preservationist, 
And now you've got a little backstory about how he experienced this in a big major city and is trying to bring that to Hennessy by not tearing down buildings and preserving buildings and preserve history and um, not think, think a little bit before you tear something down. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Guthrie, 40 miles away. Mm -hmm. They're making a living off of their old buildings. Yeah. When you moved back here, the where the Champlain apartments are now, that was pretty run down. I mean, it was literally falling down. So, well, uh, what were you thinking? Uh, actually, uh, <laughs> what was I thinking? I was looking for a couple of buildings to renovate. I wanted to do, <laughs> when I came back, um, basically, I, I wanted to work with Main Street. And um, I was looking for a couple of buildings to renovate. Uh, Mr. Richards was going to retire. Mm -hmm. And uh, he sold me the hospital next door. Mm -hmm. uh, now, the hospital is the, the two-story brick building that's behind the gas station. You buy this falling-down building, and... Well, it, I had a hard decision because Mr. Uh, Richard's garage was actually... Uh, it could be very nice. Mm -hmm. As a preservationist, you, you always want to save what's been there. Mm -hmm. and. It would have been a very nice project to leave what's there and just update it. Mm -hmm. And I struggled with that decision. Um, you know, you've been at the town council meetings. I gets pretty passionate about this stuff. If you say, I want to tear down a building on Main Street, well... His head blows off. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. But I also knew... <clears throat> I also knew that I could do something very spectacular mm -hmm. on that end. And sometimes when you mix old and new, you can do something very special. Uh, Annie's Flowers, the old bank That's building. That's a good example, yeah. Yeah, you go inside, half of it is old and half they've sort of made new. And sometimes when you mix old and new, mm -hmm. uh, you can get a spectacular result. Right. And so uh, I wanted to, the, the uh, our main street is three blocks long. The, the north end where the, ran the ranch room is located, that block is in very nice. The block with Prairie Quilt and the restaurants, mm -hmm. uh, uh, the town hall, that block is in very nice. But that, that south, south block, south block. Yep. It's, it's struggling. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to put something nice there. You, you tore down the gas station, but you left the hospital. So the hospital is the original structure. Yeah, I, I'm only 50% bad. I, <laughs> I preserved the hospital. I, I claim credit for that. I kept the hospital as, as, as it is. So the, the, and the hospital's not done yet. Are you going to have the hospital open this weekend so people can walk through? or is it? I hadn't thought about it, but I could, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, to see it like it is. I've got I mean, a lot that's... of things stored in there, Jack. I'm afraid oh. somebody get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> you can look in the windows. But the, 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 the cool thing about the, the gas station, and I hope you get to see it this weekend, is that it's, it's, a, um, it's very retro. It's, um, it's very uh, gas station or service station oriented. It's like the lamps are made out of car parts and well, things like this. And... When I did the building, I've sort of kept the idea this was a gas station. Mm -hmm. That message comes through loud and clear. But on the other hand, you don't see a gas station with a rooftop deck. You don't see a gas station with French doors. Nope. And uh, 
so you have a man cave building, but it's a romantic. Yes. I haven't had a chance, Jack, to really expose the Champlin Apartments to the public as an Airbnb. Mm -hmm. uh, the uh, the all patch went down on us, and then we got hit with the COVID, and mm -hmm. and uh, I know uh, Airbnb uh, sends me things, and I know. It's it's a struggle nationwide. Mm -hmm. So oh, yeah. I, haven't, I, mean, I haven't chance yeah. to really test it. it. I think as we come out of this COVID mess, mm -hmm. I really think you know properties mm -hmm. like yours are really going to be interesting because mm -hmm. of the uniqueness. Now, um, so what's it cost to stay at your Airbnb? Well, the thing I've enjoyed most about this <laughs> is the guess I get that it really been interesting. The Airbnb guest. I'm going to answer your question on price, okay. Jack. I'm getting there. You know I can be. <laughs> We're going to go around the around the block. Yeah, but we'll get there. I'm taking the long way to answer your question, <laughs> but um, the Airbnb guests are really uh, it just they're a different animal. They're looking for an experience. Uh, they're not. They're willing to drive 40 miles from El Reno to Hennessy to stay at the Champlain gas station. This weekend, I had my first biker, a biker couple from Wichita. Mm -hmm. They found me. They biked down. So they're looking for a very experienced. I, the Wichita couple, I offered to take them here and there and, and uh, give them a tour of this. And they, no, we just want to stay here. You know, mm -hmm. They want to go up on the rooftop. And, yep. and so uh, what's been amazing, I would say about a third of my guests has said, Richard, you're not charging enough. <laughs> so I'm going to answer your question. The charge is $109 for both. Uh, and that's for two bedrooms. For two bedrooms, uh huh. Yeah. It, See, and, and, the, and what, that, uh, I'll show you pictures of what this looks like. And it's big. It's, it's a big home. It, uh, uh, the smaller apartment, the west side apartment is 1,700 square feet. Mm -hmm. The uh, east side apartment is uh, over 2,000 square feet. So it's as big as most homes. It's big as well, most homes. Just just about 100 bucks a, a night. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's equal for a hotel, an average hotel room for just a 12 foot by 20 foot room. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. Now, there's another property in town that you own. I don't know if a lot of people know you own it that was in trouble. I thought it was in trouble. And um, it's the old Sinclair gas station mm -hmm. on the opposite side of the street. Mm -hmm. And I learned that the, the station was for sale. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not a hardcore preservationist yeah. like Richard, yeah. but I could see it being either, either torn down or turned into a mess. You know, it's a gas station, cars and you know, things like that. So I called Richard. In fact, I didn't call you. I ran over and yeah. banged on your window. I, I was working on the Champlain Apartments, and here came, here came Jack Quirk. Yep. And he, we hadn't really met yet. So I'm, uh -huh. I'm like all excited. Oh, my God, Richard, you got to come and buy this building and save it. And so yeah. anyway. Yeah, Jack, uh, Jack saved the St. Clair building because I was so involved with the Champlain Apartment and the hospital next door. I didn't think about anything else. And here came Jack, and he's, Jack said, Richard, can you buy the Champlain, uh, the Sinclair station? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm concerned somebody will buy it, either destroy it, or it'll be uh, uh, turn into car repair or something like that, and it'll be a messy location. Clint says, Richard, I want you to have the building. 
he had offers from other people and why he didn't sell it, I don't know. But when I said I would buy it, he, he agreed to sell it. He, 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 he said, Richard, I know you'll do something nice with it. And eventually I will, but I, um, I've got a lot on my plate right now. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. understand. So, the, the, but the plan, the short story is, is to turn that into a museum. I want to turn it into a museum and a visitor center. Mm -hmm. I have a, a little campaign that I've had in my pocket forever, and I've never said this out loud, but I'm going to say it right now in front of you, is that my goal is to create a little campaign called Come Home and Make a Difference. And Richard's a prime example of that. He was a successful real estate uh person in Washington, moved back home, and is now making a difference here. And it's easier easier to um, for someone to, that's from here to come back here than to try to encourage somebody that's never been here to come here. So, you know, you have friends, family, you have history here. Um, if you own a little business or something, bring it to Hennessy. Uh, or come to Hennessy and do like Stacey Klein did with the Mercantile and several others, including yourself. So uh, come home, make a difference. People love quality. Mm -hmm. They love outstanding architecture. Mm -hmm. They love uh, my, my chaplain, old buildings, but they love these things. Mm -hmm. We the, the dome, the auditorium, the school plant, uh, even, I always say, even cars and pickups people drive, they want quality. Mm -hmm. So that's what I tried to build into the Champlain Station, to make it unique. Mm -hmm. There's a different crowd of tourists out there that are looking for an experience. Mm -hmm. And when they go to a small town, they're looking for a small town experience. We don't need the Kennedy Center. Mm -hmm. We've got the ranch room. Sure. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Well, that's all the time we have this week. We're going to continue this story with Richard at another time because he's, he's got a pocket full of things he's doing and working on. He's on the city council trying to encourage things like that. But um, there's a lot going on this weekend. Be sure to get out and partake. I mean, the, the car show, the prom, the prom is going to happen uh, in the event center. Um, so that'll be pretty cool. We're going to try to live broadcast that so you can watch it. Thank you, Richard, for hanging out with me. Well, thank and, you for uh, having me. You bet. All right. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week.